Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello and welcome again to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Thanks for everyone tuning in. I've said there in the headline that a famous British model was declared bankrupt yesterday. She was apparently worth 45 million at the height of her fame. She's been around since, well, the late 80s, 90s. She was very, very famous on page three of The Sun every week. Uh, earned a fortune in her lifetime, married to a, a, was with a footballer who abandoned her and left her with a, a disabled child to look after. Any idea who she is? Okay, I'm sure you've guessed it if you're in the UK. It was all over the papers. It's Katie Price, who was formerly Jordan, the model, who's famous for going on celebrity. I'm a celebrity. Get get me out of here. Peter Andre. They got together. Do you remember that? Yeah, that famous uh, love match. I think they got married. They split up. She's been married several times. And yeah, it's sad to see that she's reached this stage. You know, she's obviously got her issues and many problems in her life. But she was apparently on a train the other day and the Sun reported that she was ranting about her going bankrupt. She was drinking wine from a, a can, which doesn't look great, does it, in the daytime, drinking wine out of a can and swearing about going bankrupt. I don't care. I don't effing care. And uh, I'd rather do that than pay the effing HMRC, which is the, the tax people here, HMRC, the, the Inland Revenue. And what it is, she'd come to some arrangement called an IVA, Individual Voluntary Arrangement. I've talked about this before which is like a halfway house towards bankruptcy, but you're not actually bankrupt. And it means they come to an arrangement with your creditors and then you will pay off a certain amount of the debt, not all of it, but you must keep up to that strict payment terms. Otherwise, they, they then declare you bankrupt and they go for complete bankruptcy and take all of your assets then. And it takes time for you to be discharged. This means that a receiver or an administrator will be controlling all of her money now. She won't be able to open bank accounts and have credit cards it's going to be a difficult time for her and then you read that she's split up with her current boyfriend uh, so things are not looking good and she, she's got a disabled son as, as many people know so what it is I mean the clue comes there in this thing about I, I'm not going to pay I think she's mentioned a figure of two and a half grand to the to HMRC it's better that I go bankrupt well maybe maybe not but uh, usually these arrangements are over a three-year period so two and a half grand uh, 3,000 a year, three years, 9,000 pounds. That's what she would have to pay the tax man where, you know, if she goes bankrupt, she could lose a lot more in the long run. But a lot of people get into trouble with their tax affairs. They earn money in one big lump, unlike employed people who just pay tax as they go along. A lot of people earn money, you know, millions in one year and then spend it and not think about the tax. I mean, Will Smith spoke about this. And you know, I've mentioned this in my in my book many times, the stars who've lost it all in Money Can Buy You Happiness. Um, people like Nicolas Cage, Mike Tyson, uh, who earned 300 million in his career. And now, and now he's, he's appearing on celebrity game shows to try and make some money. He's been declared bankrupt more than once, I think. 
Johnny Depp earned five, six hundred million dollars in, in his career and somehow has managed to spend it all. I, I don't know where it's gone and he doesn't seem to know where it's gone either. But I'll come back to that. And, you know, sometimes you can take these figures with a pinch of salt because they're only estimated figures. For instance, Robert Maxwell, who was the, the publishing baron who bought the Daily Mirror, he was listed in the Sunday Times rich list regularly as being a billionaire worth billions. And then he was suddenly bankrupt. And it turned out that, yes, he had assets worth billions, but it was all mortgaged up to the hilt. So he didn't really, he wasn't really a billionaire, although he lived this billionaire lifestyle with cars and helicopters and boats and that sort of thing. But he famously then raided the, the pension fund of the, the Daily Mirror to try and, you know, shore things up. And he was he was seen in casinos running three casino tables at once, trying to win back money to, to cover debts. And of course, he lost it all. And the last we heard of him, he, he fell off a boat somewhere in the Mediterranean. Was he assassinated? Did he commit suicide? We don't know. Then who, there was his two sons who managed to still have houses in Chelsea, despite so-called being bankrupt. And now his daughter appears. Uh, uh, I can't remember her first name, Luzane Maxwell. And she's she's tied up in this affair with Prince Andrew and the American guy that his name's gone now, the American guy who's just, who died in prison. She's tied up. So his, his legacy goes on if you like, but so I would take some of the figures with a pinch of salt. I mean, was Casey Price worth 40 million? We don't, we don't really know. People guess at these things and you might think, where can they spend it? But that, that could be your, also a part of mindset. You know, how did someone spend 500 million? Well, it's the same thing as saying, well, how can somebody earn 500 million? And these things can be done. Just the more you earn, the more you can spend. You can buy bigger cars, bigger yachts, more houses. Many of these stars like Nicolas Cage had several properties. Robin Williams had several properties and he was trying to sell off his properties when he committed suicide. Maybe he just couldn't face it anymore. But there's a whole heap of more stories about that in this book. And it's quite sad when they, they do fall. And, and what I say is that, you know, I can give you a few tips here on on things. Like in the book, I talk about money, power and beliefs and, you know, why money matters, lifestyles of the rich and famous. You know, what, what it is we think about money, how we, we feel about money. Why is it that, you know, you get a pay rise instead of saving it, you just spend more. And every time more money comes in, we just tend to spend more, more money. And we're, we're almost back to square one. Uh, even people who've won the lottery have ended up blowing it all, you know, because they can't handle that money. They just want to be where they were. Then in, in part three, we talk about how to manage your money. These are the three R money formula, the three R's of money management, smart money management system, and how money can buy you happiness. Now, I would say to people like Katie Price, Nicholas Cage, Johnny Depp, this is what I would say is follow these formulas so that you are managing your own money. Don't let somebody else just manage your money and, you know, without you knowing about it, because a lot of stars lose money because their accountants are managing. They don't realize what's coming in, what's going out. Sometimes they're ripped off like many of the pop stars were ripped off by management like Blondie, for instance. But sometimes it's just pure mismanagement. I was talking recently to someone who knew the famous record producer, Mickey Most, who's now who's now dead. But Mickey Most had a, a company called Rack Records, and he was like the Stockhaken and Waterman of his day or the, the, the Motown hit factory. He just had hit after hit after hit. And bands like Mud and The Sweets and many others, you know, Hot Chocolate, were in his stable. And he had a formula, songwriting 
team and, and the production team. He, he knew how to produce a hit record. And he said that what a lot of bands would do, they would get an advance on a record deal. So they'd say, right, we'll give you £100,000 or £500,000 advance. And then they would spend all of that. And then, then they would come back and say, where's my money? And he said, he cited Mud, the the band Mud, who had loads of number one hits in the 70s. They, you know, Tiger Feet and all that sort of thing. And he said, Mud would just blow all their advance. And then come, where's my money? Oh, I haven't got any money. I need money. You're ripping me off. You know, so it's it's down to, to managing your own money at the end of the day. And don't, even if you've got an accountant, make sure that you know what you're signing, you know what what's going on. Like when you sign a tax form, when I was in business, when you sign tax forms, VAT, tax returns for companies, you look down and the accountant's prepared it and said, right, these are all correct. You sign it. But at the bottom, it says, who's responsible? Me. I'm responsible, not the accountant. If he screws up, then I'm the one going to be, going to be investigated and fined. And then the accountant would charge me to, to represent me at a tribunal. So you, you make sure that you know what you're signing and make sure that you are really up to date and you're really on top of the situation that you're not just letting somebody else deal with it then the other thing is you've got to pay your tax don't you know the, the hmrc are famous for, for making people bankrupt they go after you they go after the you with it from the jugular you know they they go after you and they'll never stop and they can always find you so make sure you pay your tax bills if you can't pay your tax bills you shouldn't be taking luxury holidays and driving luxury cars pay your tax first then you can have the luxuries afterwards and the other thing is finally is to Choose your partners wisely. This is important in, in life, in, in marriage partners and life partners, as well as business partners. Because partners, as was happening to, to Katie Price, she's had the wrong kind of guys in her life. She claims they've ripped her off. I don't know if that's true. I can think of lots of other people, Barbara Windsor, Diana Dawes. There's more recent women celebrities that were, were ripped off by their partners. I can think of that. Uh, there's a few people that have made a lot of money and then lost it through their partners mismanaging their money. Uh, Neil Sadaka, of course, is famous. His mother had a, a boyfriend that ripped off all of his money from his early years of earnings after making millions of, of dollars from those hits in the 60s. So choose your partners wisely. You know, are you compatible with that person on a spending level? You know, if you're a, a saver and someone who's careful with your money and your partner is a spender and blows every penny, then you know, there's going to be a conflict there, isn't there? And there's always going to be arguments about money. In my family, there's a lot of arguments about money. And I think a lot of it was because, you know, my mum was a saver. She was more careful. My dad was a spender. He liked to spend money and, and gamble on the horses and that sort of thing, have fun. He didn't think about tomorrow and, and saving money and investing money. My mum wanted to buy her property in the early days when they were really cheap. And, you know, he didn't want to do that. He said, what do you want to do that for? You'd have to repair it yourself and that sort of thing. So, you know, you've got to have a compatible situation with your, your partner, not just because they're good looking, but maybe check out their philosophy on money. So that's a, that's a good question on your first date. What's your philosophy on money? How do you feel about saving money? How do you feel about spending money? Actually, women do do about They do a bit of delving into your money, don't they? But maybe it's a good question to, to find out what the other person's philosophy on money is. And are they a spender? Are they a saver? Do they have a pension? Do they believe in pensions? Do they do they believe in buying properties? Because if you have a, a partnership where you gel together, you don't have to be exactly the same, but if you have the, the right philosophy, you have the right plans and targets with, with money and you sit down and plan your money 
and know what's coming in, what's going out, then that can lead to a very successful partnership in business and in life, because then you're on the same track, you're on the same wavelength, there's less conflict and you can still enjoy life, you can still have fun, but you, you are keeping on top of, of your money. And, and that's important. And that's where a lot of the, the, the stars that have gone bust have, have gone wrong because they've had the wrong partners in life and in business and, and in management. So there you go. Check out my book on Amazon. Yes, money can buy you happiness. It's a twist on the word. Money can buy you happiness. A lot of people think money can't buy you happiness. I know it can. And I, I know that when you haven't got money, you're not very happy. So, so there you go. So thanks for listening. Charles Kelly, Money Tips Daily. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 